We ready to roll? (sighs) (laughs) Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages podcast. Big boys playing with big toys. This is quality content. The boomers are into it. Hey man, I just show up. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Uh, I am a visionary. Like, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, no, no, that's not me. That's somebody else. Jason Nyes. Yeah, sure. I'm not getting any vegetables in my diet. I'm just a thick boy. Jose Guzman. Is Jose on the show tonight? He says he's coming. It's like Elton John all over again. Just minus the death threats. Kelly Harris. Rip your hand in your pants there, big boy. That's not me. I don't sound like that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And our good buddy Mahoney. And Mahoney's here. What's up, Mahoney? We can do just glorious, wonderful things on our phones, people. No one's ever done anything like this before. It's going to be massive. It's going to be great. I mean, obviously, I think it'll be great. It's all killer, no filler. My seat's on fire. You take so hot. Come on. It's so good. It's pretty good. It's there. It's reliable. You know what you're getting every single time. Man, I'm so glad you found us. You're all terrible people, and I'm glad you're my friend. (laughs) What's that in the intro? (laughs) That's really funny. Over 500 episodes, and you'd think they'd have the hang of it by now. It seems like the concept that would run its course very quickly. What's going on, folks? Today is Tuesday. June 20th, 2023, and this is episode number 634 of the Panels on Pages podcast. I am your host, the Lord Reverend, Lee Rodriguez. Joining us tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. I just ate 12 Tylenol, dare me to drive. (laughs) Jose Guzman. Oh my. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) I'm speechless. Ugh. Kelly Harris is here. What's up, Kelly? Uh, it's nice to have friends that you can send a five-page document about uh, furries have, getting a divorce. Oh, to. am I going to have to pull that up? Oh, I mean, I, I, we could talk about it. Oh, yeah. I got to admit, that... Kelly, you sent that. I made it about a paragraph in, and I said, this is too much. Because <laughs> it was very, there was a lot D-L-D-R. of abuse. There was a lot. There was a lot of abuse. There was a lot going on I didn't on even there. get to the abuse. Yeah, no, just yeah. The, the it wasn't a lot of, dur- of of emotions. It was a lot of words. Yeah, just shitty, <laughs> shitty people. <laughs> Make a TikTok. Show it to me in a one minute TikTok. Uh, what's up, Mahoney? What? Mahoney's here too, as you can tell. I'm here too. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Oh man. I'm gonna warn you right now. I got a motherfucking headache, so you know, <laughs> I'm not promising a whole lot tonight. But by God, we showed up. Ooh, so, nice. definitely yeah. don't play the eagle sounder. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, nice just plays oh. Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what song you definitely shouldn't play, though? <laughs> <laughs> the Jurassic Park theme? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Get our ass demonetized. (laughs) Oh, there it is. There it is. (laughs) 
The fucking cheeriest song ever. <laughs> Who's ready you for know. some Vietnam War com- or Korean War comedy? Yeah. Who isn't? If you're not yeah, if ready it was for Vietnam some War Korean comedy, War it would have been uh, the Rolling wrong, Stones. Please. The Rolling Stones. <laughs> the Rolling Stones doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one and only use of that cover. Yeah. Jose, what would it sound like if um, Aerosmith did it? <laughs> nice, nice, perfect. Wow. How they had that more yeah. like I noticed lift that. to it. They should that put more that... rock and roll feel. They should yep. put that on rock and roller coaster. Shit, they should put that on rock band. <laughs> Aerosmith sings the MASH theme song. <laughs> Rock you know, band. They'll put fucking anything else on TV. If you wanted to pitch MASH theme song lip sync karaoke, I bet you'd get it picked up. <laughs> you gotta dress them up like giraffes, and then, then you can mm-hmm. have a go of it. Mm-hmm. And there's gotta be a Which... war criminal inside. Yeah, who's inside the giraffe <laughs> singing the, the MASH theme? Oh, it's Newt Gingrich. (laughs) Nick Cheney? What? Elizabeth Holmes! They reveal who's in there, and I'm like, I don't fucking know who that is. I'd be horrible at judging this game. What if the whole masked singer thing leads us to an entire music industry just full of costumed characters i mean shit why not hell half of them could be wearing costumes right now you'd never know yeah aren't we all just wearing a costume that's right now is your favorite guy chris jericho was on the mass singer once i heard about that he was very easy to pick out right because he fucking sucks he just sounded like chris jericho And I was like, oh shit, I know this one. That's the one good thing about everybody singing Jericho's theme song when he comes to the ring is that he's not singing it. Hey, so that's such, a such that's, venom and vitriol. That's a good Damn. song. That whole Damn. Fozzie album rocks, actually. <laughs> that, that album is actually pretty good. Fozzie album? I love it. <laughs> oh, pretty good album. Yeah. He's not wrong. I, I will go to bat for that album. It's pretty good. The Fozzy album, Waka Waka. The Fozzy Defender has logged on. <laughs> I Waka Alone. <laughs> he just he doesn't cover that Green Day song. Yeah. I Waka Alone. I Waka Alone. Yeah. <laughs> hope everybody had a good father's day uh i think nicole and i finally cracked the code on mother's and father's day because we she did the same thing this year as i did so what what we what we did was we we, we booked a, a fucking 90 minute massage she got one on mother's day i got one on father's day so we just went out and had and then came back and just did whatever the fuck you wanted to, chilled out, you know, was not running around doing a whole bunch of activities, and then picked dinner and had that, and it was a fucking wonderful time. We got Portillo's oh. sent over for it. It was great. 
So I got a massage, got Portillo's. It was a goddamn perfect day. It was wonderful. Would recommend. Oh, Damn. and uh, they got me one of those fucking uh, black sto- uh, Blackstone gas griddles, which is a very ooh, dad gift. Ooh. So that would be pretty love cool. Those. pretty excited about that. Yeah, I didn't get it really. I don't understand until we went over to Goats one night and he grilled a bunch of burgers and they were the shit and it was easy to clean and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, man, yep. I got to have one of those. Got to love it. And my lady said, oh, I'll make a note of that. Because she knew that between now and then, I'd probably buy a whole bunch of goofy bullshit, but I wouldn't think to buy myself a nice grill. (laughs) (laughs) True. Does the grill transform into anything? (laughs) It does collapse a little bit, so it's kind of like it transforms. It's got moving parts. Smaller grill. Something. Yeah. It transforms meats into things you can eat. Yeah. Which some might say is the best kind of transformer. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Had a great time. Uh, oh, fucking uh, Jax. Jax, quote unquote, got me the lightning collection power sword to go with uh, my gold zero staff. So that's pretty fucking cool. So I got them on the wall looking all awesome like. And yeah, he probably bought you that. that. No, I'm sure he did with all Is he of his selling drugs. He has a job. Yeah. You know. He's slinging oxies. Jax is running an <laughs> underground fight ring. <laughs> yeah, he is. If Jax is running a fight ring, it would be anything but underground. That's the thing. <laughs> it would He'd be on the roof. He'd want know. He'd want everybody to show yeah. up and watch. Like It would definitely not be underground. It would be above, so above the ground it's on the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he'd have a high-rise fight club. Yeah. No. But the only other thing I wanted to talk Dad, about. Dad, I'm making the kids in my here. class fight each other for you. <laughs> <laughs> One I'm kid in, said his dad I'm used there, to do it Jack. in college. <laughs> I'm fucking there. These idiots will do anything for chocolate water. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, that was like the highlight of high school, you know? So, I mean, How could I think it not be? I think yeah. it would be the highlight for any of our high schools. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you right now, I got nothing that comes close, and I had a pretty good time. You got a sword. <laughs> yeah. Fucking wild. So, uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention, because it's been a, uh, a, a highlight in the house the past few weeks, um, is this British dating show oh. called Naked Attraction. And I heard about it on a podcast, and I'm like, there's no way this is real. It's so real, it's been on for 11 seasons. 11 seasons? 11 seasons. So, the point... So, there's, there's they do two rounds, two, two uh, day- games, I guess, of the Naked Attractions. And the premise is they bring in a person, and they put them in front of... Uh, six colored human tanks and at the oh no did, they, did the internet shut you down for saying they put them in front of six <laughs> colored the thing, they stare at their gentle- uh. My, the sometimes but usually no uh, <laughs> and they just walk around have objective conversations about the genitals 
vote one off. The next round, the pods lift up and expose the chests. Repeat, vote one off. Then we see faces. They go. Then they hear the voice, and they pick one out. And then, when it's down to the last two, the picker person also gets naked, and they pick a person to go on a date with. It's the wildest shit I've ever seen. Do they not do circumcisions in England? Not... Not, not based on what I've seen. Not, <laughs> not every, typical. Every once in a while, you'll see one. For the most part, no. <laughs> For the most part, I'm going to say no. Um, it's fucking wild. Because I can't believe I'm sitting here. The, someone has uploaded episodes to YouTube, and I'm sitting here there looking at... There are some at, on YouTube. Yeah. I'm looking at six dicks right now on YouTube. Six. Like, Full on actual dicks. It was amazing when I saw the episode. Yeah. Like, and it was the one I saw was like three guys, three girls. Oh, oh really? nice. Okay. Guys, sexual. Yeah, Doing uh, it for it's... the Twitter, bi- tr- Twitter bio clout. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the fucking lady, the host lady, uh, you know, leads them into like you know weird questions and and situations and like we watched one where it was a couple looking to bring a third in like there's a theme going on in our weird little circles Um, (laughs) and they just got into the part which was just you know waist down basically and the host lady's like so they both have similar feelings and opinions on minge (laughs) like fuck lady what the fuck is minge? Uh, that is a uh, pubic hair, apparently. Yeah, okay. Hair, or maybe just. Yeah. Speaking of minge, I just sent you guys yeah, yeah. some maybe minge. just vagina in general. But she was like, "Do you have? Do you both feel the same way about your minge?" Uh, it's How fucking wild. A fucking minja. How is this on? Oh YouTube? yeah, there it is. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they clearly don't have an algorithm running for it, and if nobody reports it, there they are. 104,000 views. They're not showing any eyeballs, that's why. Oh, of course. Oh, titties. I got the titties. Titties on YouTube. Man, remember back when you had to watch, like... like, uh, Scrambled porn? Yeah. Yeah. And they pull our shit? Here's the thing. Yeah. That's my point. Here's the thing. This is... The least sexiest program of all time. Oh, yeah. I'm scrubbing through this episode, and they all look like a bunch of British people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they're naked, but it's almost aggressively unsexy because it's just like, you know, fucking meat markets. It's so weird. Oh, yeah. A lot of the contestants are just. The you know they're just the worst. You're like, oh, this person fucking sucks. You know, which if they weren't, they wouldn't be on the show, I guess. But I've only seen one person get mad, uh, and it's because she got down. And she's one of the last ones, one of the last few. But when the faces came up, she was like, uh, the guy was like, uh, I don't know, just compared to that one, she's just you know a little bit, a little bit too old, I guess. And they fucking, she lost her mind at him. Like, you know, they walk and he was all like, oh, you know, I don't know 
got, you know, the lopsided areolas. Don't know if I like that. But she was like, oh, too old. It's like, I'm too old. Can you imagine being on that dating show and somebody tells you you're too old and you have lopsided areolas? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. She has a beer gut and beard bird legs. (laughs) It's wild because like the, the picker people they're at least so far as i've seen they're always like polite but it's just it's still brutal it's it's just the wildest shit and it is infinitely entertaining because you find yourself by round three you're like okay i think i got this chick figured out i think i knew she's gonna throw it off next you know <laughs> i feel like she's not I don't, I don't think she likes that guy's dick he's gonna go soon i can just tell like, it's it's fucking incredible. Man. So if you have 45 minutes to kill, I cannot recommend that episode of Naked Attraction on BBC4. Remember Singled Out? Yes. It's kind of like a they Singled should, Out almost. They should start out with 50 dudes just hanging dong. <laughs> and then they're oh, like, one of okay, the best ones. circumcised or uncircumcised? <laughs> one of the best ones, they, they go up, they bring up the fucking pods, and one of the dudes has two prosthetic legs, two robot legs. <laughs> and and me and Nicole are like, oh well, they can't fucking. He can't go out first, obviously. You, you can't be the. You can't be like, oh cool, you know. I'm gonna throw out the 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 disabled person, or whatever. But he gets all the way to the end, like he's one down to like one of the last two. And when they get to the last three, and they get to the voice section, they always ask some like, you know, it's it's generally. You know, what part of your body don't you like? What do you like? Shit like that. It's almost always that. And it's down to homie with the artificial legs, just covered in tats and shit. And then, like, this, you know, fucking olive-skinned marble god next to him. And it's she's like, oh, what, 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 what do you think is one of the things that tells a, a story about you or whatever? And I said, they did not just say that. They did not just say that. And the guy's like, oh, yo, I like I like my smile. I have a very pretty smile. This or whatever, you know. I'm like, okay, okay. And how about you? And the guy's like, I think the thing that tells the story about me most is me scars uh, from when I stepped on an IED in Afghanistan and blew off the bottom half of my legs. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. And just like, whoa, wait a Whoa! <laughs> like, read the and you're room, like Chad. <laughs> you're like, I mean, the legs, whatever I can deal with, but the PTSD trauma that you're gonna be bringing to my house—I don't <laughs> yeah. know about that. Yeah, it was like just, it was, it's a, it's fucking naked attraction. It's a light, 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 light. And then I stepped on an IED and blew off the bottom half of my legs. Ew. It's a trip, y'all. Oh, he might be a part robot. <laughs> Can you imagine one of them is just like a tiny little midget, and the little thing comes up, Whoa. and they're just all there. You can see all of them. They're <laughs> 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 just like, oh, hi. Well, no, because no, because the pods are keyed to each person. So oh, okay. They just go up like nine and a half inches. <laughs> <laughs> it barely moves. But you would know. Yeah. Oh, the little one. So... We were sitting at dinner, speaking of tiny little people, we were sitting at dinner the other night, and Katie reaches over and is like, hey, who was that person who you said was like the zebra surrounded by all the giraffes? (laughs) I was like, Tito. That was Tito. (laughs) (laughs) But like, out of nowhere, 
It was so funny. Oh, that's great. But yeah. Highly recommend Naked Attraction. <laughs> what you got going on, nice? Absolutely. You know what I do not recommend is what Morbius. Do you not uh, did you just watch Morbius? It's Morbin time. I did watch Morbius this week. Oh. Uh, so you watched Morbius and yeah. the Flash the same week. All right. Yeah. Um, Balls of steel. This one. real barn burner, and that <laughs> Morbius movie was made for exactly zero people. Yeah, there is just, nothing in there no. for anyone. Yeah, but how was the performance? How was it worth him taking forty minutes to walk no. to the bathroom? No. Did Did you feel? Oh, he walked his so legs fucking slow. Correctly? He walked so fucking slow in this movie. <laughs> it's so slow. It was the first thing I noticed how slow he walks. It's. It is. I know you said it, but like. It's one of those things where you're like, oh, this is going to be bad. It's going to be hysterical, but it's not. No. It's not funny. It's not enjoyable. It's just a waste of time. Agree. Morbin time was not a good time. And then... The fact that the internet convinced Sony to release that a second time is just fucking magnificent. Ridiculous. It was the best of times. The... It was the Morbin times. <laughs> And these are the same people that are like, oh my god, I hope they make live-action Miles Morales. And you're like, no, you don't. You really don't. You think you do, but you don't. <laughs> when all of fucking Twitter was like, oh my god, we totally would have went to see Morbius. We just all were busy that one weekend. <laughs> like, and then they were, and they like, were like, that's no, out. Okay, yeah. Like, Say no more. You know how fucking stupid they must have felt coming back into work on Monday being like, okay, so uh, that was bullshit. He, Morbid time, huh? In order to keep his thirst back, he's got the <laughs> the the artificial blood, and then he's also got bags of real blood as well. And, and he, he scrolls eats, Instagram. He eats these bags of blood like they're fucking Capri Suns. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and then going from one awful made-for-no-one uh, superhero movie starring Michael Keaton to another awful just oh well let me pull up this twitter thread because it it pretty much sums up my thoughts oh, let's see screen share all right this is from uh so you're telling me nice is that based on your experience you do not think that the flash is the greatest superhero movie ever made no and and i really did have to go back and search for that james gunn tweet and i couldn't find the tweet where he said it was the greatest superhero movie ever made but he said something to the effect of it's it's amazing he deleted it he, <laughs> I, I don't know if he, he deleted slick. it no, no he planned it he, he fucking had it out there for as long as it needed to be and then he deleted it in like 3 a.m two days before the movie came out so it's, that after the movie came out no one could find it it's nuts because on thursday all the leaks started to come out and you guys were fucking tearing into it in oh, our yeah. group message. Uh, and then Mary was like, yeah, you know what? I have no interest in seeing this. So I was like, oh, okay. Here's my, sh here's my chance. I'm going to go see a fucking movie. Even if it's a <laughs> stupid a sneak fucking out flag. Movie. <laughs> and I used a gift card. So I didn't technically pay to see the flag. Nice. Nice. Um, so this Twitter thread, I've got it pulled up by at Art Within Pod. 
Houston Cooley. I went into the Flash truly thinking that maybe I'd somehow, I'd somehow be somehow pleasantly surprised. And same, same. I, I was like, you know, I know Michael Keaton's going to be in this for like five minutes. I don't. And necessarily- know, up until the movie came out, it was a lot of people like they were shilling hard, maybe looking for like the yeah. like to pull quotes from the nine good reviews or whatever. Uh, all the marketing was these quotes from so all these. How, how much Michael Keaton do you actually get in the movie? It's more than five minutes. Okay. But all the but cool he's not shit. like the second lead? All the cool <laughs> shit is in the trailers. Yeah. No, yeah. the second lead is Ezra Miller. Right. Yeah, he's like yeah. three characters. These two characters. Well, but, you know, if... Ezra Miller and then two flashes. Yeah, well, if you're not a fan of Ezra Miller, you're not going to be a fan of The Flash because there are two Ezra Millers. And he is on screen 200% of the time. And it's not even a wet one and a dry one. No, they're both wet. Actually, they're both kind of dry. Hey, that's a shock. Um, Is it not the most captivating performance given by any human being? No, 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 thank you. And, you know, as I'm watching it and I'm, I'm witnessing two Ezra Millers for the price of one, I'm just like, no, thank you. Like, who decided this person was a movie star? Yeah, Who? Yeah, it's it's weird choice. I don't know, man. Uh, at art, who's within... responsible? This yes. <laughs> at art within pod continues. This is the most offensively awful major blockbuster I've seen in a theater since Suicide Squad 2016, and it's not just bad. It's ghoulishly uncanny and grotesque cats level nightmare. Oh, <laughs> similarly to Suicide Squad. Because I think you it mean Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, yeah, you better put some respect on that. Flash man. specifically went through three regime changes at DC. Yeah. And you can see how they kind of cobbled this movie together over the course of seven years. Like how Suicide Squad was yeah, slapped together movies. to ape yeah, the movie trailer the movie. that everybody liked. Yeah. Uh, this is an obnoxious movie Seven full of disgusting food-slash-puke-related humor, uncanny valley CGI monstrosities that rival Polar Express. This is 100% a correct assessment of the CGI in the Flash movie. There is an opening scene with, like, a dozen CGI babies, and they all... <laughs> Look worse than anything in Baby da- Baby's Day Out. It's true, I've seen it on TikTok. They look horrendous. Also, I, one of the first things I saw Thursday morning was something was like, "Oh yeah, no, Flash director says all that weird CGI is supposed to look that way." I'm yeah. just like, "Oh, that is not a good sign at the, all." I don't the, know what they're talking about. But that can't be good. The implication <laughs> well, being that when things slow down and when when uh, Barry is in the Speed Force. You know, you're seeing things from his perspective. Everything's slowed down to a crawl, and it's the way he's seeing it. But if if that was your intent, like this awful CGI is supposed to show you what Barry's point of view is, then scrap it. Don't do it. If it looks bad, if it looks like bad CGI, people are going to call it bad CGI, whether or not it was intended to be a, a stylistic choice or whatever. Bad awful we meant for it to look like shit but also (laughs) you know what cgi doesn't look like shit these days 
I saw the baby scene on TikTok. I, so first I heard the CGI is terrible. Then I saw the baby scene and I was like, oh, somebody rigged up this baby scene to make the CGI look even worse than it actually is. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, nope, this is an actual scene from a real movie. Yeah. And it's like the opening set piece and it's all in slow oh. motion and you're just, you're taking it all in. Uh, one comparison that was made about the CGI, especially the CGI faces, the the uh, the dead CGI people, is they look like oh, s- that no. Scorpion King CGI. Yes. Oh my yeah. god. Yes, yeah. yes, they do. Like it's copy paste. And and we'll get to one of the the main problems with the CGI later on there's, in this thread. There's one of the CGI people I sent to Mahoney. And I'm like, dude looks like he belongs in Reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it's really, really bad. I'm going Friday. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you have a good time. I think you're going to be like, I wish I reconsidered my not looking at my phone policy. At uh, the very <laughs> least, I think it's going to be fascinating. Moving forward in the Twitter thread, uh, Miller's performance, it's like a mix between Bugs Bunny, Jim Carrey's most obnoxious character actor phase, and a CGI digital double so obvious that it makes you wonder how the parent trap did this better in the 1960s. So, <laughs> fuck. They've got two berries on screen at all times, essentially. Well, for a good portion of the movie. And almost every time, they cut and pasted his face onto the di- onto the double. Ugh. It's not like they really? did split screen. They didn't just do two plates or something. No. Every single shot where there's two of them in the shot, one of them is a copy-pasted face. Really? And that you, is a choice. You can tell. You can tell. To the point where it's distracting. And he had to act it twice no matter what. Like just do the scene twice. I don't know if they used like deep fake technology and they didn't. He didn't actually act it. They just oh, that could be slapped his face on this stand-in's head. Oh my god, that is such a weird choice. Uh, okay, I hadn't thought of that. Speaking of, guess, yeah. there are a lot of people in this movie who I don't believe were ever on set. I don't believe oh, Michael yeah, Shannon. I, I, I um, can see that. So I won't say the name of the actor because it's somebody that Lee would know. But there is an actor who was like, yeah, I think I would remember being in this movie. So I agree. I'm in this movie, but I'm not in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not shoot this film. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, because Zod and the Kryptonian army are basically the big bad of the movie. And you never see Zod or the chick Kryptonian without their little uh, face shields on. So... It's kind of like uh, in season two of Power Rangers. You never see Barry and Zod on the same screen. <laughs> you know, yeah. they always show Barry punch and it cuts to Zod falling down. You know, <laughs> I do like Supergirl. Supergirl's very good. It's a shame we'll probably never see her again, but apparently she's had talks with people at Warner Brothers. So it's. Uh, I, I, she I grew on me in some of the trailers that I saw. Uh, she's She's very pretty and she looks very good in the costume. Uh, Michael Keaton as Batman is is fine, but at no point 
did their fan service of shoving Michael Keaton Batman into this movie and playing the Danny Elfman score and showing the Batmobile and showing the Batwing, not once did I get like goosebumps or anything or gave a shit. Like, really? It, I, I would have thought that that would have like, hit for at me. At this point, that's the reason that they're, that's the reason that people are going yeah. to see that. And it's just Man. somehow they fucked it up to where it doesn't really matter and you don't really care. Well, one of the things, like, all the Ezra Miller shit went down and Warner Brothers was like, well, fuck, we can't advertise the movie as this is The Flash, come see Ezra Miller. We have to yeah, do the reveal. Like, we have to tell you that Michael Keaton is in it. Like, it would have been so yeah, much yeah. better to just get to the theater and be like, holy fuck, Michael Keaton is in this. Sure. You know? like, they just can't resist. They yeah. can't resist. I mean, it's how I would have marketed it, for sure. Or I yeah. would have just thrown it in the trash with that Batgirl movie. Yeah, yeah, I think they it they should have swapped those two. Kept the Batgirl movie trash this one. Yeah, especially if Ezra Miller. They not could have in probably it. argued that this one was worth more money and gotten a bigger tax break for it. It probably. absolutely is worth more money. It yeah. doesn't yeah. make any sense. Ah, oh, so weird. Going back to Well maybe it's not. Maybe it's only in theory worth a lot of money because one, nobody's going to see it. But two, like the it's just, it's just, it's just, it's the backwards way to do it. It's so fucking dumb. Like, the first Flash movie is Flashpoint, essentially. Like, <laughs> Not a single on. Flash like, villain in the entire movie. I do. I, I like, actually, let me correct myself. Was... There is like a, a, I guess Captain Boomerang is on screen at some point when they're like traveling through time, but I didn't notice him. I thought Captain <sighs> Boomerang was dead. Captain, Bo- well, it's. Flash, it's a Flash movie, so he's going back through and seeing all the moments in time. Oh, It's okay. traveling through time, you goofy yeah, goober. I, yeah, <laughs> going back to the, the Batmobile, though. <laughs> There's literal dead people. So, so. <laughs> yeah. Old Batman isn't going to help Flash. So Flash knows that there's a, a Batcave, and he says, all right, let's go fucking hit up this Batcave if he's not going to help us. And they go into the Batcave, and it's this big epic shot of showing all the lights turning on the bat cave and you see the batmobile underneath like a the batmobile looks like it's in a a wet bathing suit you can see it you can (laughs) see the dick imprint of the batmobile underneath this tarp that's covering it so like you see it and you're like oh that's the batmobile and but then they also have to have Barry be like, oh, is this what I think it is? And pull the sheet off the Batmobile. Well, starts playing. And then guess what? They never start the engine. Never once did they get into that Batmobile and drive it around. Ah. Barry sat in it for a little bit while they were like, trying to figure things out but yeah they i think they used that in the trailer they just use the batmobile or the the batwing to get around they they never drive the batmobile can you believe that wings are easier to cg than tires they made (laughs) todd mcfarlane made like a 20 inch long batmobile toy yeah he sure did and they don't once drive it in the movie he probably doesn't even know that Uh, Probably not. He's like, what? Batmobile? Fuck yeah, do it. One thing I will give the movie. I like this one. There's a a bit about time travel 
where they reference Back to the Future, and it keeps coming back around. And I don't want to spoil it, but I I do did appreciate that bit. And then I mentioned to you guys today, without wanting to spoil anything, there is a moment in the uh, the cacophony of cameos where they show this one world, and it is absolutely like one in ten people will get the reference, and they hold on it for a while, and it's just kind of a it's an inside joke. Is that, it the one where it looks like they got the wrong cast member? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't want to talk any further than that. We'll talk next week after Lee sees it. Lee, I can't believe you want to see this stupid movie. <laughs> it's, it's honestly, I can't either. I'm like, come on, it's Lee. Just, it's, it's, I'm going to watch it. Well, that's why I had to kind of I'm rush and it see too, it because you guys were spoilers. savaging it. You were like, let me well, show yeah. you all the fucking spoilers. I saw the scene. I am legitimately more excited about this now than I was when I was like, fuck, did they actually make a good one? No, man. And it's so long. Would you be excited to go see Batman versus Superman in the theaters? Well, we didn't know any better then. It's definitely. But I'm saying saying right now. Yeah, but right now you know better. Right now, would you go see Batman versus Superman in the theaters and be excited about it? If it was. Well, no, Lee, because it's like, I've seen it already, right? But right. it was the first time. But you know that it's and, bad. Like, yeah. you're not excited because you know that it's bad. Yeah, but Lee sees you. so much, so he can go see this and be fine. I'm, I'm not saying don't no, go see it. No, 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 but it's, no, it's, it's a I'm saying of... don't go see it. <laughs> okay, but there are varying levels of bad movie, right? Like, there's a plainly bad movie, right? There's the, the, the so bad that it's good kind of movie, which is always a good time. Uh, and then there's these, which are, I feel like for me personally, this Flash movie is a curiosity more than anything. Like, I really want to see, like, just, you want to see it, and then I want to reflect on how the fuck it got made this way. Like, you, you know, what, they had so long to do it, and then so and long to get it. it as right as possible and fix it and fuck all this stuff, and they still did this and it's the fucking death knell of this weird failure of a comic book movie universe, you know, happening alongside the most money-making franchise in human history, <laughs> like, happening next door. It's so fucking weird. It really is historical. Yeah, I feel the the behind the scenes documentary, you know, 20 years from now when everybody is ready to talk shit about it will be more entertaining than this. Yeah, I, it's it's fascinating. I got I, I'm fascinated by it more than anything. I, I have, to see it. have to assume with because I think it only made fifty five million dollars in opening weekend, which is. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't much. A failure. <laughs> it is. It's. It was as much as Black Adam made in its first weekend, something like that. Your fucking Black Adam movies making as much as your big Flash movie with Michael Keaton Batman in it. That's wild. But nobody knows. Ezra Miller will not be back. The there was some what holding no out one hope. Else can play Barry Allen though. Everybody, the director <laughs> said so. No one could ever be Barry Allen. Not mm-hmm. like that guy who was. Barry Allen for like nine years on TV. I'm willing to give James Gunn a mulligan on this one. And even Andy Machete, who I like 
who directed the It movies. Because there, there was no succeeding in this scenario, I feel. Unless you no. started from Lone scratch. When was practically finished, Andy Machete came in and he was the fucking sixth director assigned to it. Or yeah. Shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, and yeah, James Gunn has work. to push it or else if this tanks so bad that Warner Discovery just cancels all the DC movies, he won't get to do any of his shits. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he is in an impossible position. He can't come in and be like, this is just fucking more of the same trash. But it is <laughs> really like, weird how how highly he spoke of it. And all of the A-list people, like Chris Evans and Stephen King, uh, Tom Cruise, are all like, oh, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Am I taking crazy pills? Katie had her birthday party, and uh, one of the kids, a couple of the kids slept over. The next day, one of the dads comes to pick her up, and I'm not even thinking about it. I'm wearing my Hawkeye shirt. He's like, oh, I like your shirt. Like Secret Invasion comes out pretty soon. I'm like, yeah, that's gonna be really good. And he's like, did you see Flash yet? I'm like, no, but I hear it is like the worst thing you'll ever put your eyes on. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, people just like to dislike things. Like, I bet it's gonna be pretty good. Like, I really liked him in that Justice League movie. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, but not the Joss Whedon version, the better yeah, version. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh. and you have that moment where you're like, oh, fuck, there's a dummy in my house. Oh, yeah, Because, yeah. like, he's like, Secret Invasion looks pretty good. And I'm like, okay, all right, let's tread lightly here. And then he's like, Justice League was a good time. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, you guys remember the bit from the Joss Whedon Justice League where Aquaman sits on the lasso of truth and he starts spilling his guts and then there's yeah, another bit yeah. where batman grabs onto it i think and starts spilling his guts they do that joke again in this <sighs> twice wasn't yeah enough. i heard about that one twice definitely wasn't enough for that joke <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really something and lee you'll be so happy to hear I finally saw Nicole Kidman talk about movies at the movie theater. <laughs> you haven't seen that? I Wait. haven't been to an AMC theater. No way. In two years? Three years? You haven't gone to the, an AMC theater? The closest theater oh. to us is an epic theater. Oh my god, I'm so jealous of you. And I tell I you I haven't what, been to an AMC theater since we went to go see Black Panther in New York. Yeah! Oh. Uh, that got was a, such a good time. I got a $50 I, AMC gift card, and I'm willing to just write that off because I, I did not enjoy going to a movie at that theater, and I don't know if I'll ever be back. The One of the last times we were at a movie... I'm like, all right, I just I have to know. And so, you know, you know when it's going to come at this point. And so I, I pulled up uh, like my stopwatch because I'm like, how long is this fucking thing? I just really want to know. Just stopwatch. the Nicole Kidman thing? Yes. He pulls his stopwatch out of the collar of his shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like 55 seconds. And oh, I'm just, that... I'm shocked. I wish you had asked us to guess. No, so I, I would have guessed like a minute. Minutes. I would have feels... said three minutes. Yeah, yeah, it feels so long. It feels so long, and somehow it feels longer every time you fucking see it. Yeah. And it's 55 seconds. I could not believe it. No way. 
I could not fucking believe it. Well, strap in because Flash is like 210 of those Nicole Kidman AMC movie spots. How fucking long is this picture? It's like what? two and a half hours long. Oh, well, that's that's okay. That's 150, dog. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Math. <laughs> I'm like, what? Look at Okay. It's like the Eternals all over again. <laughs> no. What you got going on, Jose? Um, saw the Transformers movie. Oh, oh yeah, you sure did. And that was all right. It was fun. I mean, you know, if you really want to rip it apart, you probably could. There's there, there yeah. there's some Transformers. You know, people moments. just want to hate some things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll say this. That that Transformers movie is definitely one of those you don't want to think about too hard. <laughs> because you start <laughs> pulling at the seams, that whole fucking sweater falls apart real quick. But there, there's some there's some cool stuff. Uh, fast forward the whole movie. Let's talk about this fucking G.I. Joe universe. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Got, that one in the fucking... Void Rivals thing that came out last week too that they they launched two shared G.I. Joe Transformers universes but then yeah, that's wild yeah. that's so cool planned dun 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 so I'm pretty excited for that 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 you know just do it good can yeah, we just not make it fun you know like just make it fun because yeah do the Joes have them be in there be cool like you know kind of. The Mortal Kombat reboot, yeah, this was pretty cool. Fun. You know, the it like just make a good reboot. I don't just know. As of two weeks, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts has only made a hundred million dollars. I don't know. I don't know if this shared universe is going to happen. You guys, eh, no, nah, it's happening. I mean, it It'll seems happen. like those Transformer movies are running out of steam, though. You know, yeah, sounds, you know what it needs. You know what it needs? A fucking GI Joe injection. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is one of those things. Like, there will not be a time where there is not a Transformers movie. Like, there will there will always <laughs> be a Transformers movie coming out. And so, if it is running out of steam, all the more reason to be like, throw the fucking GI Joes in there, put oh, masks in there. Two hundred and seventy-eight million worldwide on it, though. They're making another one. Like, there's yeah, gonna yeah. It the worldwide is yeah. still worth Plus, it. They're they fucking selling fuck. toys. The worldwide t-shirts, the toys, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Every time yeah, a Transformers movie comes out, another generation of the kids buys Transformers toys. Potentially for the rest of their lives. So exactly. Yeah. You know. Exactly. No, no, it's happening. Fucking G.I. Joe. I, uh, I was just saying this the other day about the Disney remakes. People were like, I know, oh yeah, that Little Mermaid movie, like bleh, whatever. And I was like, yeah, but it's been 30 something years. They have to put Ariel in the theaters again to be like, hey, when you come to the parks and you see Little Mermaid, uh, gotcha. you need to know what that is, you know? Like, <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. got to keep it relevant. Has anyone heard anything about that movie? <laughs> No. It came out. I mean, no, not but, once I mean, it came I out. Anything about any of those Disney remakes? Like they're yeah. just sort of yeah. just happen. there, you know. Yeah, they, 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 they refresh the copyright and they merchandise, you know. Yeah, and then they're gone. Yeah, I've I've only they... ever seen 
The first Maleficent. That's the only one I've seen. I've not seen... Well, no, and I watched that weird fucking Pinocchio one. You didn't see the second Maleficent where they suicide bomb? No, can't say that I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that one. I saw that the year I had the movie pass, and it had That's fairy crazy. suicide bombers, so... <laughs> I forgot all about that creepy Pinocchio movie. It's a me, Pinocchio! Tom I'm a real boy. Seven different accents throughout the movie. It's so fucking weird. Wahoo! My morning wood isn't wood anymore. <laughs> I was what, in the parks and the recreation. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but I mean, the movie was fine. Oh God. You know, it, it was a fun little watch. Um, soundtrack, you know. Soundtrack's pretty dope. It's good. Try, trying to reach that. Because um, it's set in the mile, 90s, so it's like... a 90s soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, well, yeah. Not, not just 90s, 90s New York. Uh, yeah, not 90s New York, a lot of 90s hip hop. Yeah, it's, it's very good. That, uh, yeah. Has anyone told Tito? <laughs> you know, I think and, Tito would like the main guy. Yeah, I was going to say. Like like... <laughs> yeah, and it's got his famous Puerto Rican mom. Lieutenant yeah, tell, someone tell Tito about this movie. <laughs> and as far as uh, human characters go, the human characters are pretty good in it. There's too much of them, but they're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're fine. Yeah. You know, you don't ever at any point. Why did they set it in the nineties? What's the point of that? Because Bumblebee, Bumblebee was, was set in eighty-eight. Yeah. Okay. Does Bumblebee die in one of the Transformers? Like, why are we going back in time? Well, we didn't no, go back the, in time. Bumblebee was basically a reboot. No, 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 no. I understand Bumblebee was in the 80s and this is in the 90s. I'm saying in Transformers, fucking whatever the last one was in the present day. Oh, why are we going backwards? Yeah. Because they they skull fucked their movie so bad. Oh, there because was, there Strang- was no way to save it. Well, because uh, Stranger Things. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, Say no more like the time. 80s now. Yeah, I get it. They made an 80s horse movie I didn't know if they like, had to get creative to keep a character around or something. Nah, they just need to do something because they had broken their movie so bad with those Mark Wahlberg ones. Say hello to your yeah. mother for me. We'll redo it. The last form. Mark Wahlberg one <laughs> ended up with the revelation that the Earth itself is actually Unicron, which well, makes no least, fucking sense. At least it didn't so. wind up blind, which happens to a lot of the <laughs> things that Mark Wahlberg touches. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if they would have just sent him in on 9-11 with a pallet of bricks, he would have saved freedom. He fucking launches the brick from the tower straight through the airplane window. <laughs> like fucking King and Kong. I want to make a movie of that. The brick riches the book. The King of Bullseye style, the brick ricochets off four terrorist heads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. This is what I want to do. I want to make a movie set in the past about washed up baseball pitcher Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and you have no idea what it's actually about until the final scene when he picks up a brick and flings it through the windshield of one of the 9 11 <laughs> You know what? Down. That's about as wild of an ending as Flash had. <laughs> yeah, it's very um, one night in Hollywood. Was that Tarantino one? Once yeah, upon a time, time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, where it goes like completely fucking wild. 
When you get to that end of Flash, just think about the ape um, Lincoln Memorial from the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. They go back in time and it's Mark Wahlberg instead. (laughs) There's a statue of Mark Wahlberg holding a brick. (laughs) <laughs> holding it on like the, the statue of on Liberty. the Lincoln Memorial oh, god damn so good what you got going on Kelly what's happening in the world what do I have going on uh, I watched that uh, Stan Lee documentary that's on Disney Plus oh I heard about that yeah that's a thing it's interesting they made interesting choices in how they made this movie so the entire movie, like all the narration comes from audio clips of Stan. So it's as though he's telling you his life story. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's... Which is cool. I did have to look it up to make sure they didn't do like AI. But no, it's all taken from like interviews and stuff. So it's all like his phone. He's like, hello, is this Domino's? <laughs> I'd like a pizza. <laughs> I need a big tittied Latina masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> but so like that 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 was an interesting approach. Um, it was cool seeing all like the archival footage and photos and stuff. But for the stuff that they didn't have any archival anything for, they built like little dioramas and had like little figures in them posed. Huh. Which was also a strange but interesting choice. Especially considering like the medium that he kind of was uh, yeah. known for. Huh. Yeah. So I think the way they made the movie is more interesting, or made the documentary is more interesting than the, the documentary itself. Because one of the downsides of doing it where it's as though the person is telling you their story is... You only get things from their side. Uh huh. Yeah. So this is an hour and a half of Stanley telling you how great he is. Well, I mean, if I'm Stanley, the only thing I'm, I'm obviously he's dead. But if I'm his estate, <laughs> I'm not signing off on anything that doesn't tell just his part of the story. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially Disney. Be like, eh. yeah. Yes. A Disney Stanley documentary isn't going to get to the nitty gritty of it all. Yeah. No, it's not breaking it just... the hard covers. It reminded me a lot of the WWE documentaries where it's mm. this is them canonizing their version of history right. as truth. And it will be accepted as such by new fans who don't know any better and this is all they see. Yeah. I think, Kelly, that's how every documentary actually works. <laughs> no, not every documentary. <laughs> yeah, mo- some most documentaries are people talking about other people. Yeah. What you're thinking of is history books. There's two, well, yeah, but I even if you are talking about other people, you're still saying here's my version of what I think happened presented to you as fact. Eh, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, well, I wouldn't you know, say that. It could be. I mean, there are extremely objective documentarians. You yeah, know, that's and that's what a documentary should be. It should document a truth. You know, so I yeah. think they're. I think your good document documentarians and a good documentary is very unbiased. Well, see. Y'all see the one where that guy got ate by the grizzly? No. <laughs> Maybe if you did, you'd change your tune, Mahoney. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, just because one guy gets, you know how many people fuck up things that I would have no problem with every single day. <laughs> this guy lived with the man. bears. Like he they was, were his friends. He was friendly with the well, bears. Problem number one: don't trust those fuckers. Well, yeah. Don't trust them. Yeah. I see a bear. I'm not gonna invite it in my house. I'm gonna poke it in the eyeballs. No, don't poke a bear. That's literally the one yeah. thing you're not supposed to do is poke a bear. Poke it in the eyeballs. I'm going to stick my fingers in its nose, and I'm going to lift its head up so I can kick it in the throat. <laughs> ah, oh, my God. That makes me think of that fucking stupid Craven trailer. Oh, <laughs> that trailer looks horrendous. He gets attacked looks by so a lion, bad. and the lion just lets him live and drips its blood into yeah, him. Yeah, the lion becomes... flight clubs him. You don't know where I've been, kid! <laughs> I really, I hate that that movie exists. It... Because I've always thought Craven would be a really good Spider-Man movie villain. Yeah. And that's just not gonna happen and anymore. And that's not Craven. yeah. The Craven really? in the upcoming Spider-Man 2 video game is perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. probably going to be really good. Yeah, that's kind of the Craven you want, really. You They're going to yeah. straight up have a scene at the end where Craven and Morbin Time and Vulture get together and hang out. Oh, absolutely. Aren't they? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. They're not stopping with this Sinister Six of that they're building. No. no it, it, did you hear. What was it? In the Spider Verse, I think you hear a mention of the Sinister Six. Well, yeah. Like a, because they mentioned of a, like of a everything that was ever in a Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. No, I mean that there was like a like in the background. Like well, a it was uh, it was in Miles's. Oh, okay, no, in, in the forty-two universe, because Miles didn't get bit by that spider, or their Peter Parker didn't get bit by that spider. What? Yes, that they, yes, it was the Sinister Six cartel. Yes, yeah. yes, the Sinister Stick, the Sinister Six. Has essentially Sinister taken stick. over the city, yeah, and is running shit. Yeah, yeah. I went and saw it again on uh, Saturday. Still, uh, just as good. Yeah, uh, across the Spider Verse, you is is definitely the better multiverse movie that is out yeah. currently. Imagine Lee, you should just go see Spider Verse again instead of seeing Flash. Imagine seeing Spider Verse and knowing that your Flash movie comes out like the week, two weeks later. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Because there's nothing that the Flash movie does that Spider-Verse doesn't knock out of the park. Yeah. The fucking, well, the director of Flash, the, whatever his name, Tommy Tomato or Andy some Muschietti. shit. Andy Muschietti. Yeah, Tommy Tomato. <laughs> just sitting there, <laughs> sitting there being like, we're okay. This is going to be all right. Yeah. We're like the fucking dog in the fire. Yeah. This is fine. This is fine. Uh, but go, going back to the Stan documentary, there is one bit that paints him in an unflattering picture. And it is very much a bit where they're just like presented without comment. They really? put in the, ra the clip from the radio show from, I think it was 87, where Jack Kirby was on the radio talking with whatever host, and it was his birthday. And Stan just called in to wish Jack a happy birthday. And then out of nowhere, when they're talking, Stan just goes, well, I think we can all agree. All the words that were on the pages in our comics was something I put there. Just out of the blue. 
And then J Jack's like, well, you never let me write anything. I put a lot of words on those pages, but you never used them. And they just kind of go back and forth at each other like that. And it's Holy like, shit. okay. All yeah, right. Have you, yeah, it's a, like, honestly, the documentary is worth watching just to hear that bit. <laughs> wow. But it is very interesting that they put that in where there is this one stark bit in this documentary of isn't Stanley great where he is such an asshole out of nowhere where it's like I wonder if initially they had a whole bunch of that shit in and this is all they could clear <laughs> because it is just presented and like then they move on it's very strange interesting okay yeah yeah but no it's uh that was cool. I actually never heard that before. Like, I've read about it. I've read transcripts of it in, uh, like, magazines and stuff, but I'd never actually heard the audio. <laughs> I love nuts. the bit from uh, Frank Miller's eulogy to Jack Kirby that you retweeted, Kelly. Where yes, Frank yeah, I posted Miller that because says... I've been reading a lot of old comics lately, and that was in the back page of some dark horse book i was reading i love this bit from the eulogy frank miller wrote about jack kirby after his death it says we celebrate jack kirby we know the injustices he suffered we know the way he was done wrong they are serious but they are tiny when you compare them with the man's success i like that i feel that yeah yeah no that was a really just nice eulogy it's like man pre 9 11 frank was great yeah no racism whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> just just in uh internalized yeah, yeah. but he's then not like jack kirby was one of the top three jews i ever met <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> he was an all right one yeah yeah so never that, loaned him money but he was a good jew <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, if you got nothing better to do, pop it on. It's an interesting enough watch. And like I said, all the archival footage is cool to see. Uh, uh, but then what else? Have do I they doing? talk? The... Do they touch on at all Morbin time in the Stanley documentary? You know what? No. Oh, okay. That's very strange. Yeah, they they I do like that they skip ahead from like 1990. Marvel gets sold, and then he's out of a job. To 2010. Guess what? Now he's chairman emeritus or fucking whatever and they, huh. he's in all huh. these movies and look at him just laughing it up with uh chris hemsworth and stuff and it's like oh you guys skipped a whole lot mm -hmm. <laughs> there is a I, I don't know a good 20 <clears throat> years you just decided not to cover <laughs> what about the 10 years that he was dragged to comic cons against his will you know what no they didn't touch on that either Died in the back of C2E2. <laughs> Definitely yeah. didn't cover that one. When what about the chasing that used to happen in the shower when that nurse tried to jerk him off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I the nurse didn't it didn't get brought up at all. Are they interview any nurses? No. Huh. Yeah, it's there's strange. like a 20 minute scene where she's like, "Yeah, he liked two hands and a lot of <laughs> twisting." <laughs> I can picture it. He just kept going, "Do that twist." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god now I mashed potato <laughs> yeah yeah i bet you every time he he would put on the chubby checker song she'd be shooting roll her eyes god damn it <laughs> do excel some more of that are you ready to do god that twist? 
There's ridiculous. nothing better than when Lee says, God damn it. When uh, yeah. Stanley comes, it's just an onomatopoeia. <laughs> it's just What's that now? <laughs> he comes, and every single time he goes, That one's for you, Jack! <laughs> oh, oh my god. Cinema! <laughs> Eat it, Ditko! <laughs> <laughs> they do really I mean and kind of rightfully so they do a, a good job of just painting Steve Ditko as this weird as this reclusive weirdo but I guess that is just who he was yeah I about to say that's not inaccurate no yeah no it's very much a, he was an artist who did some stuff and then he got mad at Stan and left why did he get mad at Stan Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> you know, personal biz- business. Who knows? Yeah. 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 And like I said, what else did I do? Uh, I went to I went to see Spider-Verse, like I said. Still fucking great. Uh, I, oh, Collision. The first episode of AEW Collision debuted. Ugh. Lee, did you watch it? No. Lee is no. quiet protesting Collision. Wow. You hate the CM Punk that much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not watching that fucking show. <laughs> like, I'm it's, not going to do it. I liked it. It. The thing I like most about it is it feels very different from their other stuff. Like, it doesn't just feel like, oh, this is just other dynamite. I don't get that. What don't you... You don't get how it didn't... You, what yeah, don't it, you get? It feels like the same show to me. It's, it still feels like AEW. I, I don't really See, get that it, it feels different. It feels more laid back and less go, 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 go that Dynamite has. Oh, that's why I didn't like it. <laughs> that makes it sense. It feels like they give stuff a lot more time to breathe. On yeah, CM Punk's uh, on the creative committee for collision so he's he's trying to get everybody to work that wwe style to slow down for him huh <laughs> he's sandbagging the entire roster of collision yep yeah no i liked it i liked that it had a different feel i like the commentary team aside from when jr came out with his black eye and his fucking frog in his throat i don't know kevin kelly was all out of sorts uh did you hear him pronounce okada's name yeah, well, did you hear him pronounce Andrade's name? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Three different ways. <laughs> he was having a rough go of it. He but, was. like, I think I think he'll just get used to it with time. He's not used to doing Muscle memory. a live show like this yeah. anymore. Because he's just used to doing New Japan shows where it's just straight four hours. He's not having to throw to breaks. No one's in his ear or anything. And plus, everybody, nobody speaks English so they don't care what yeah. what he says. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, now he has to like he's got Tony talking at him in his ear, and he's like, "Oh, this I am not used to this at all." <laughs> oh shit, we I have to throw it a break. Oh fuck! All right, hold on. So I think he'll get used to it, and then things will be better. I thought uh, Nigel was all right enough, um, and I'm hoping that the rotating third chair ends up working out especially now that it looks like jr is probably gone for a little while (laughs) amazing amazing to see that picture of him with the black eye earlier in the day 
them to hold him off for the entire show, bring him out for the main event, and he sounds like he's been gargling glass. You leaked JR. I, like, how did. And then he cleared his throat and he was kind of all right ish. It's like, dude, clear your throat before you go out. <laughs> I get that it's the first episode of Collision and probably CM Punk wanted JR to call his her his match in the United Center, but who oh boy. Eel boy. I was, I, I was I heard from a guy who was there. He said you could see because we were all talking in the Voices of Wrestling Slack about how JR's voice sounded, and he said you could see Kevin Kelly just frantically handing JR things like, here's a water bottle, here's a hanky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Whatever you got going on, fix it up. <laughs> Get your shit together, JR. They sent out a producer with like a cup of hot tea or something for him. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it was good to see Miro back. It was good to see Andrade back. Yeah, I like those dudes. Yeah. Andrade is low-key one of my favorites. Andrade just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> so yeah. Is he going to work with the Faction and Gornables or no? I, f- I feel like they're definitely setting that up because they had him get beat up by the House of Black. Yeah. After his match okay. with Buddy. I figure like that would have been a thing because he just kind of disappeared. Yeah. And right. Then, but you know, also, to, it's tough because they had to go depressed in Vance, so Roosh didn't have, you know, just one guy in his group. Yeah. He, he is kind of presenting as a face, so maybe not. I could see them just turning all of LFI. Oh, though. yeah. Roosh as a face, I'll take that. Yeah. He was a face everyone, at that Ring of Honor tapings we went to. Yeah. Everyone wants to cheer Roosh. <laughs> Roosh. He's just such a lovable dickhead. <laughs> I love that he has his specific cords under the ring to hit people with. Yeah, the neon green The neon green ones, so he knows those are okay to use. (laughs) When CM Punk bitched about Hangman Page chopping him in the neck or in the mouth in that match that they had, and CM Punk whining about that. And then there were all what he was bitching about. Yeah, there were all the tweets about how you better not get in the ring with Roosh, CM Punk, because you're not going to be able to handle it. He's going to beat the fuck out of you. And then Roosh is just retweeting all of them. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> so wait, did he call out Hangman in his fucking promo? No, in the, no, in the ESPN, okay. ESPN interview. Yeah, he claimed oh, okay, because, because the shit Hangman said about Colt Cabana, essentially, blaming Punk for getting Colt spirited away. Punk then said he was he was on defense. He wasn't sure if Hangman was going to uh, take liberties with him, so he blamed that on why the match sucked. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, and he's and he thought Hangman was shooting on him particularly because of like a chop that was high and caught him in the throat. Right. It's like I, Hangman just works stiff. And he's kind of sloppy sometimes. That is just, he has that reputation. And you're a little That's short boy, CM Punk. Yeah. Like, it's gonna it's gonna happen. That's just how he works. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that Mahoney. shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, Kelly. You're lighting up while we're talking about wrestling? Definitely. 
<laughs> you, you talk about wrestling. That's true. <laughs> God damn it! Now remember, you're coughing. Remember last Pony. week. Remember last week when Jose was like, "It wasn't me," and then at the <laughs> end, Kelly hung out, and it was just Kelly. Oh, it wasn't me. That last call. time was me. That was me. But the show was over. But it was the same. All sound. that other shit it was wasn't the me. Sa- it was the same sound. <laughs> Yeah, what sound was it? It's there was the same, no sound. Clickety clackety sound. Clickety clacks. Same no. sounds that are happening in this show. I was Jose riding around on a horse. <laughs> oh, you got Mr. Red over there? Yeah. He's training him. No, Close her, pass it. <laughs> <laughs> you ever got high with a horse, man? Yeah. Get off oh, your high horse. You want to see how big my dick can get? <laughs> Gives new meaning to get off your high horse. Hey, <laughs> How about you get on your high horse, man? God damn it. Well, anyway, that's all, that's all I got. Yeah, Mahoney, tell us, tell us what you're doing. Oh, what am I doing? I'm not doing much. This is the week I got to go to the office. So that's a. That's oh, a that's real right. I time. have noticed some. Issues with that. Just having yeah. to hide your boner the entire time. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Uh, today I made myself laugh so hard at my my own creations that uh, <laughs> the lady sitting across from me got mad and slammed her shit down on her desk. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not built to be in an office anymore. Nope. You're feral. Yep. And uh, we had Katie's party. And so it was supposed to be on Saturday, but Saturday was supposed to be this shitty rainy day. And so last minute, Lisa moves it to Friday. And because she moved it to Friday, like everything just got thrown into flux. Like everything is all fucking changed and different. And so she wants, we always get a water slide. She can't get the water slide we usually get. So she calls this place that's like an hour away and is like, yeah, you're the only water slide left in town. I need it. And this fucking water slide is taller than my house. Like, it's the biggest water slide I've ever seen in my life. I was legitimately concerned. At one point, Will was like, all right, I want to go outside and test that thing out. And I was like, yeah, bud, let's do it. Because I was like, you're going to see the size of this thing and be like, I'm not climbing up there. Like, and even if you get up there, I'm not sure you'll come down. Well, I guess you just live up there now. Yeah. It was it was great. The kids were coming down that thing so fast that half of them were flying out the pool. Like they weren't oh landing in the little pool at the bottom of it. They would just go whipping right out onto the grass. Well, I don't want to cast aspersions on Katie or her friends, but they are they are getting to the age where uh, maybe inflatable water slide is is no longer built for them. Uh, I think this inflatable water slide was meant for straight up adults. <laughs> I think this one would have been fine. They are getting to that age though, because very first thing they all start showing up. They all come outside. Like the first three or four girls like jump in the pool, and the first one of them is like, "Oh my god, my mascara!" I was like, "Okay, I'm not, oh, no. I'm not ready for this." <laughs> Didn't get that waterproof mascara. What a sucker! Yeah. But it was a good time. She had a good time. Will had a good time. That's the the curse um, of having a June birthday is if you're trying to do anything outside, 
it's, your mascara is just gonna run. It's a flip of a exactly. coin whether or not it's gonna rain. Yeah, basically. Yeah, how many birthdays I've had rained out? How many in Florida? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, hey, you guys want to come over for pool day sat- Sunday? Yeah, which sounds great. It's supposed to fucking rain the whole time. We'll see. These meteorologists don't know shit. Three days out. I took the class in college. If it's not three days out, it's too far for them to tell. (laughs) So, if you want to know, wait until it's three days out. So, everybody comes over. The party's from, like, four to eight, because some people couldn't get there because they had to work. So, we, like, started it early, started it late, just trying to get the most people there that we could. And, um... So parents are coming and going like left and right. And at one point, this one kid is in the bathroom like changing and I'm making small talk with the mom. And this other kid comes in is like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, all right, go downstairs and you can go to the bathroom downstairs. And he's like, OK, cool. And he goes downstairs and I'm making small talk with the mom. And the mom's like, oh, my God, like your pool, your deck, like this water slide, like, holy shit, like everything looks amazing. You like, need another party. wife? Like, we Lisa's like making homemade, you know, snow cones like on this snow cone machine. Like, and she's just like, "This is amazing." And so the kid goes downstairs to go to the bathroom, and he's like, "I don't see it." And I'm like, "Go downstairs, go to your right. It's on your left." And he's like, "I don't see it. Like, I got nothing. I don't see it." I'm like, "Okay, on your left, just past the statues." And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it." I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> And I turn back around, and the mom is like, "You, uh, you got statues?" <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. There's a Michelangelo down there. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty pornographic. I mean, the kids shouldn't be seeing these. It's <laughs> like this is all I need. Is this kid is in the basement being like, "It's just so large, I can't tell where the bathroom is." <laughs> like, it's past the statues. It was a wild time. Love it. Kids just rummaging around in your snack pantry in the basement. Right. Like a rat just chewing through boxes. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Feral children. I could see it, Uh, though. Fucking ridiculous. All right, so what's up? We're going to try this again this week? (laughs) You want to give it a shot? What are we doing? How's your heady? I am not prepared. What are we doing? Oh, we definitely don't have to then. It's fine. Yeah, I didn't know we were doing something. I just thought we were Yeah, I thought we were just talking Flash. Well, then I'm fucking... Let's keep keep on vibing. I don't give a shit. We're good. It's fine. What were we going to do? Yeah, I don't even remember. The cannon event thing. Oh, the cannon event. Uh, Fire the cannons. Yes. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should just, like, start with that next time. <laughs> fuck, fuck what you did over the week. Well, the does anybody out. have a cannon event where, like, we could talk about it? Let's do it. Nice. What's your cannon event? It's I know you fine. Have one. Lee, tell me about your cannon <laughs> week. Uh, no, it's fine. I did not mean to put everybody on the spot. It's okay. Fuck it. Me and New Jose over there. We weren't ready. Yeah, just because the Jose's didn't know what was going on doesn't mean the rest of you have to suffer. Nah, it's totally fine. Like, so my head still hurts anyway. So I good. got a cannon event in my pants. 
It's when I went to the store and a guy gave me a hoagie. I can't Sorry. The guy that gave me the hoagie sounded a lot like that. He spit in my mouth and now I have a cough. <laughs> Being left at the strip club. That is a canon event. <laughs> All right. I think we're done here. <laughs> uh, that's a solid way to end the show, yeah. if anything else. <laughs> Should we wait until uh, we know Jose is good? What if we nah. end? We need, we need proof of life, Jose. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. All right. So, in that case, we'll call this shit. It's a good time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for putting up with my fucking headache. You know, all that shit. So Sorry if we added to it. Yeah. So we will be back next week. We'll talk probably a bit more about The Flash. See what the fuck's going on with that thing. I know I'm excited. It's going to be good. It won't be good at all. Uh, so for Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, I am the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll talk to you fools next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. Good night. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>